What's going on? It's Jailers from Nick of Time Show. Here, give you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. We are right on time to talk about the latest Nick's news and the Nick's rumors that's been coming out the last few weeks, man. But before I get to that, let me introduce my guy, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G is in the building as usual. Damn right he's in this building as usual. Alright? <laughs> <laughs> It's just us today holding down the fort, but we're going to do what we do, as always. First bit of news today. Get right into it. It's a small bit of news, but significant. <clears throat> Jonathan Macri reports that Frank Nilakina is penciled in as a starter. Now, that can change course but as of today frank nilakina is the starter of the new york knicks clap it up damn it come on frank hide get hyped until we get blamed lead to somebody but yeah <laughs> frank hide rejoice other tidbit that came out from that macro reporting tibbs believes that dennis smith jr is indeed legit now some people might look at that report and go oh wow tom sees something in dennis smith jr i guess dennis smith jr is going to stay with the new york knicks instead of him being traded but i'm looking at something else ryan ryan hmm. you know what i you know what i'm things that make you go yeah hmm, hmm. Let's yes, break, sir. Let's, let's, let's break this down. Did you see anybody not mentioned in this news report, Ryan? Anybody you, you, you remember being the starter point guard of New York Knicks last season that you can't remember, you can't see in this report? Well, that name would be Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton! And the last time I checked, my man's is going to be earning 8 mil next season on, on the Knicks roster. Like, he's not a free agent next season. He's going to be on the roster, so... Things that at least. Oh, nope, nope, yeah. nope, 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 nope. Hey, 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 you're forgetting something, Ron. You are forgetting something, Ron. People like to hate on your boy, Scott Perry. But, uh, mm -hmm. Ninja P, he has a clause in Alfred Payton's contract. Alfred Payton does have a team option. Not oh, a play option. have a team option. Okay. Not a play option. Team option. They can let that boy walk. <laughs> Scott Free. Okay. So what does that tell you, Ryan? What does that well, tell it tells you? Me, it tells me that with the new player development staff the Knicks have, it looks like they're going to go strictly young guys. He's out of here. Exactly, the, pretty much. The news, you know, addition by subtraction, if the news is Frank is a starter and Tiz believes in DSJ, that means na 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 Alfred yeah. Payton hey, is gone, hey, man. Hey, hey. Sing it. Goodbye. Alfred <laughs> <laughs> Payton is gone. Yes, sir. Allegedly. According to the rumors from yeah. the, from Macri, the guy who claims he's not an insider, but he's telling us inside information that no one knows about. Word. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, if you listen to the episode last time, you know what I'm talking about. 
Oh man, other Knicks news, and we're gonna get to the, all the, the juicy rumors this week, man. From Kelly Oubre's to woo, there's some, there's some ones. All right. Yeah. Other Knicks news. What's? what's it's a small tidbit news. R.J. Barrett and Frank, you know, they're working out. I've seen some cool videos of Frank okay. with his shirt off, with a little chain on, <laughs> looking like he cut up. <laughs> what I mean, like he, he's he's Bane mode. Shooting threes and, and, and floaters looking good. He's working out. It looks like he's working out. But I saw a video from trainer Drew Holland, who's been working with RJ, and he breaks down what he's been working on RJ with, right? So he's pretty much changing the mechanics of his shot. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm not going to explain it. I'm just have you guys listen right now. You know, what? what is something you guys are working on? I mean, Free throw percentage was low. Free throw percentage was low. I mean, what what are you guys specifically working on to make him better at shooting? Yeah, so, I mean, we've made three real adjustments. The first one is posture. He was very upright, uh, had no legs and no fluidity. So uh, just working on his posture was the first thing that we did, just making sure we're leaning him forward a little bit, uh, making sure his, his hips are dropped so that he can use his legs and connect his legs to his upper body. The second thing is his pocket. His pocket, you know, was moved in. A lot of coaches like elbow in. The problem is when you have lefties, a lot of lefties don't, uh, for whatever reason, uh, you know, shoot with, you know, a good vision. You want a good vision triangle. You want to be able to see the rim with two eyes. And he was blocking his vision, and it caused some problems in his shoulder for power. So we moved his elbow out, which I know scares a lot of traditional, uh, you know, kind of basketball coaches. But the truth is I had to do it with Jason Tatum. I've had to do it with a bunch of other shooters. Kelly Oubre, who had a really good year this year. Um, you know, I had to move their elbows out. And so we're following that exact program. So improving his pockets so that he has a good vision triangle, which allows uh, for more source of power. And the third thing was he bunched up his hand on his follow through a lot. And you see that a lot with guys that don't have great touch. They want to kind of stop their shot, you know what I mean, instead of trusting it. And so we're just working on a, cl- a clean, straight snap every single time, keeping his hands spread so there's more rotation on the ball and backspin, which will soften his shot and uh, give him some more uh, room for, for air. Very interesting what I heard from the trainer. Very interesting indeed, um, particularly the part about left-handed players and how they have to adjust because they don't really they block the line of vision. That was interesting. Hopefully the, the news and that info helps RJ out. And he, he starts shooting better, a whole lot better, and and gives him some spacing, because Lord knows Knicks need spacing next year. <laughs> a whole lot of spacing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But in other news, let's get into something juicier. Speaking of young, promising wings, big news for your head top, Kelly Oubre Jr., Phoenix Suns wing. It's been reported that the Phoenix Suns, they want to shed some salary cap. They want to get some shooting in there. They, pro- they want to they, probably some stretch fours. They're probably looking at Bertans and those guys like that. Uh, they want to trade Kelly Oubre and the 10th pick, Ryan, hmm. for a veteran shooter. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> Any veteran shooters we have in mind, Ryan, that we could possibly give? Because if they're trying well, to save money, yeah, we got some cheap Ooh. ones. 
Exactly. Um, there's two options on the Knicks. You have the more expensive option, which is Wayne Ellington, but Ooh. Wayne Ellington didn't get mm. much playing time with the Knicks last season. So oh no. He, so you would think that the Sixers. I mean, you would think that the Suns would probably bypass that. But then there's this other guy in the Knicks named Reggie Bullock. Oh really? <laughs> yes. And and this guy got significant time on the Knicks when he played for them on the court. And if you look at Reggie Bullock, he, he is a career 38.5 percent three-point shooter. That's career. Career. Absolutely. Yes. And let's see how much how much is Reggie Bullock earning this earn next season. Let's uh, see. Let's check that out real quick. Then. Four point two million. Wow. A Wait. pretty cheap option. I, I would say so. How much? How much is Kelly making, Brian? Kelly Ur- Kelly Oubre is making 14.3 mil uh, next season. Uh, how about that? That, that yeah. saves, saves you roughly like, around, like, like 10 million. 10 million dollars. Exactly. Hey, hey. Phoenix. He <laughs> <laughs> got you. Now, if, yeah. Phoenix, if Phoenix feels like, you know, Reggie is a viable option, last year was a fluke, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you know, you know, you, you know the drill. Oh, it's the Knicks. Knicks can never do anything right. Maybe they think that. Exactly. You know, he, he, well, spacing was the issue with the Knicks, so Reggie Book didn't have much space when he shot them threes. Exactly. Maybe, maybe when he goes to the Suns, he's going to get more space, which means that three-point percentage is going to rise. Exactly. Exactly. So maybe it's a possibility they'll come through, and that would, be, that would leave the Knicks in a, a great situation with Very the great. eighth and the tenth pick. And then Kelly Oubre was averaging like almost 18 a game next season. I mean, last season. I mean, shoot, listen. Stats for your head. Yo, he's improved in every statistical category this season. This is not even his contract year. This is this is why I believe it. This is why I believe it, Brian. Because we talk about these guys, it'll be a contract year. All of a sudden, they nice. This is the yep. year before his contract year. And he's improved in every statistical category. Exactly. Uh, 18 points a game now. Looking up, his steal rate is going up. His free throw rate is going up. He's getting, getting to the line better. We need defense. 12th in deflections last season at three a game. <laughs> I seen a, I saw an interesting stat that said he, he was a 48% on clutch three-pointers last season. Ooh. 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 Okay. Cause so now when you're looking at Kelly Oubre, right? You like, oh, he's 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 doing okay, average, thirty-five percent from three. Average, yeah, that's average. But in the clutch, Ryan, when the game is close, forty-eight percent. Yeah, the the Knicks need some of that. We need some of that, which means which means if we are going through RJ next season. He got somebody to kick it to for that three, and that's going in the clutch, damn it. Word. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm all in, and I I kind of believe this rumor, Ryan. I'm not gonna. Uh, there's some rumors you just don't know. I I believe it only because there was. Listen, they were rumored to move Kelly Oubre in February. Yeah. He he got the meniscus tear. He's kind of been a little bit out of sight of mind a little bit. Um. Like I said, they're looking to save money. And at the same time, their rookie stepped up. Cameron Johnson, as good as Ubre is, Cameron Johnson has been hitting that three-point 
shot at a very high clip, almost almost damn near forty percent from yeah. three for them. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking, all right, we have a guy who can start right next to Devin Booker, who's going to cost a lot less. Yeah. And they're trying to fill out their roster and get a stretch forward to make things easier for them, or even get a Van Vliet, who they've been rumored to go after as well. Yeah. Then it might make sense for them to just take that bullet to get get a free agent here. So Most definitely. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Now, can the Knicks get him is another story. But, um, listen, I'd be ecstatic if the Knicks get him because, listen, more draft picks, more, 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 more draft picks for this development staff that we have coming in today is going to be more possibilities for us to find that diamond in the rough that's going to lead us to the promised land because we need cheap talent too, man. Exactly. And I think what also needs to be mentioned is that if, if, the, if say, for example, the Suns do pull the trigger on that trade, the Knicks have the 8th and the 10th pick. It's possible that if the Knicks target a player high up in the draft, it's possible that they can package the 8th and 10th pick and get, like, you know, and just move up in the draft and draft whoever it is that player that they eyeing, you know, near the top. So that's also a possibility right there. Dude, the possibilities are endless, man. The possibilities are endless. Because, listen, uh, Macri reported, shout out to our insider, Jonathan Macri, <laughs> he reported that the Knicks aren't just looking at point guards. Shout out to the, uh, yeah, the, the Sirens. <laughs> <Hamlet's right laughs> it's Brooklyn, baby. This is how we do. We exactly, make noise. Yo. <laughs> Never quiet. <laughs> <laughs> we still potted. Shout, shout out to Macri, man. He reported that the Knicks aren't just looking at point guards. They're looking at everybody, and and he believes that shooting might be a priority. So guys who are looking at Vassal, if you if you decided to keep to keep the picks, you can end up with Vassal and Kira, because also been reported that the Knicks are looking into Kira. Yeah. Or Vassal and Cole. With or, another possibility. Or you can move up. Maybe you you package those picks and move up to the third pick or the second pick. I'm not sure if I would do that, but like it, who, it's just not just saying that it just depends on how high the Knicks value those top picks for them to move up in the draft. But like you said, if the priority is shooting, there's definitely going to be shooting around that eighth, that eighth and tenth spot, regardless. So exactly, there's a lot. Of, if the priority is shooting, if if Obi Toppin slips, maybe you go Toppin. That's your stretch four. Yeah. And then get a guard or what and and move forward that way. There's a lot of possibilities. Um my guy CK C uh TK CK2K, he was talking about trading up for the third pick. And there were rumors that you know, the Charlotte Hornets were looking at Julius Randle earlier. Oh, oh, I'll ship him ASAP. What what Charlotte want with Julius Randle? I'll ship him ASAP. I mean, listen, <laughs> they were trying to <laughs> now if that's the case does Julius Randle get you the third pick of the draft yeah that's another thing too like I, th- I, feel, I feel like Nick's gonna have to give up way more than just Julius Randle get that third pick <laughs> yeah like I don't think it's be Julius and a pick for the third I can't yeah. or Julius and DSJ for the like will they do that I don't know I feel like Julius Julius 
eighth pick DSJ for the third? I don't know. I don't know if they would do that or not. Yeah, me neither. Knicks, 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 Knicks going to have to give up somebody viable, I believe, with Julius Randle for them to move up to that third pick. Maybe, maybe, or maybe they just want Julius Randle that bad because mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Who I'm knows? It's, 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 it's a possibility. Go ahead, Ryan. No, I'm just saying that shoot. I mean, if that's the case, I'll definitely give them Julius Randle like a second-round pick if they want Julius Randle that back for that, for that third pick. I'll give <laughs> Easy. Easy. Easy pickings. But while we're talking Julius Randle news, shout-out to my guy, CP, Nick Chan TV. I was on the show a week ago. Ah. Uh, Exclusive breaking news on Knicks Fan TV. The Knicks are prioritizing shopping Julius Randle. They're prioritizing moving him in a deal. And the deal that's being discussed, and I talked to you about this, Ryan, earlier, Mm -hmm. Julius Randle for Mike Conley. Yeah. And draft pick considerations. Now, for those of you who are going no deal, there's things to like about this, all right? We already know what the motivation is for the Knicks. Yeah. For Utah, Mike Conley has not been performing well. They want more help. They probably want more scoring help. Julius Randle can get some buckets, even though, you know, the spacing and stuff here, here was weird. I feel like he can get buckets somewhere else if the team is built correctly. Right? So there's incentive for them to get some help scoring. There's also the pay incentive. Michael Conley costs vastly more than Julius Randle, even though Julius Randle has a few more years on his contract. Mike Conley only has two seasons and costs around $34 million. Yeah. So... In essence, the Utah Jazz saves money on their cap so they can sign somebody else who wasn't, you know, and give them, you know, and, and give them some more help and some more depth at the same time. While the Knicks get a veteran point guard who can mentor the youth, Mike Conley, as bad as he's been because he's been injured, mm-hmm. he's been shooting st- still an average NBA three-point percentage, around 35%, way better than Alfred Payton. and he kind of stabilizes us a little bit now if he gets any better maybe re-sign him for a little bit longer term as a stopgap point guard for now but at a way cheaper price yeah thoughts on that deal ryan anything to add i mean just for a simple fact that I think people have to realize Conley, not only is he a veteran point guard, like he's well respected in the league. He's had a he's had a lot of good seasons while in Memphis. It didn't work out for him in Utah, but I don't think that should be like an indictment on Conley, really. You know, he was going into a new situation and then it was also said that he wasn't too fond of even going to Utah to begin with. Mm. So I feel like Maybe him moving to a new team, it might rejuvenate him a bit and make him find some of his old Memphis form. Right. So that so that might work in the Knicks' favor if they make that trade. And then, like you said, Knicks have two young point guards on their on their roster, Frank Nilakina, Dennis Smith Jr. That could possibly learn from Conley, 
Right. And and then on top of that, like Conley's going to be a free agent after next season anyway. So it's not even like the Knicks are going to have his contract on the books for mad long anyway. So to me, it's a no brainer. It's like if I'm going to like if I'm looking for more draft picks and I'm going to bring in a veteran point guard that could possibly help lift the team a bit. To me, it's like, why not? I'm going to pull the trigger on that. Absolutely. I mean, a pick? Another pick? Another pick? Like, when you look, the outlook of this season, it seems like this possibility. It seems like the Knicks can get, like, another pick here some in some way. Whether, whether it's from Utah, whether it's from Kelly Oubre, whether, like, it seems like I feel like the Knicks can walk away with another pick. Yeah. And end up picking 8, 10, 20, 27. We can end up with four picks this season. Or four or five. We can end up with a, a nice little haul this season of young players. Yeah. Which would be interesting. Which would be interesting. Uh, no brainer for me. Come, come, come. Come hither, Mike Conley. Come to the Knicks, man. For I'm real. with it. I'm with it. And for the, for those who feel like, oh, this is a bad news because he's a veteran and he doesn't fit with the, the scheme of things and he's not the, with the pace that we're trying. It's a short deal anyway. And if you're getting a pick, I'm doing that deal. Point blank period. And you get rid of Julius Randle, it's addition by subtraction. Exactly. It's addition by subtraction. Just the mere fact that we can move Randall, possibly sign a stretch four, to start in his place to open up things for our young guys is is worth it enough for me to do that deal. And that's all I got to say about that. Uh, so to me, the deals that came out and the rumors that came out is no-brainer deals. Kelly Oubre, no-brainer to me. Uh, Julius Randle, no-brainer to me. I'm pulling my, I'm pulling the trigger on both. Bang, bring, bang. Bring, bring Kelly Uber and Mike Conley. Shoot. Yo, <laughs> let's go. Run it. Exactly. That, that got to that be like at least like plus five to plus ten wins next season. Automatically. <laughs> I, I'm with it. I'm, get us in that sniff the playoffs hunt. Please. Word. Bring us to respectability. <laughs> yes. Right? And then I don't know how much money we have left over for a power forward, a stretch forward after that, though. That might be interesting. Yeah. Um, who's... Like, oh, uh, yeah, that might be hard to fill, but um, who knows? Who knows? Bertans, huh? Bertans might be gone. Danilo's a little is a, is a bag. Um, who knows, man? Melo might be going to Portland. <laughs> well, Melo wants to stay in Portland. <laughs> yeah, Melo wants to stay in Portland. Maybe Melo if Portland snubs him, which I don't see. Yeah, uh, I, I, I can't see that either. Uh, who else to be doing a video on? Maybe Mook. Maybe Mook will come back. Stretch for a move. It's a possibility. It depends. He was making fifteen million. He might want to raise though. I don't know I don't, what his I, market I is after that though. He, he might I not be able to get that much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but his performances with the Clippers, I'm not sure if he's going to command fifteen million. I guess you have to wait and see. But yeah, I mean, if we can sign him for the cheap, why not? I'd bring him back on the cheap. That might be the move, yo. That might be the so you you end up with Conley, Ubre, RJ, Mook, Mitch. 
That might be. Mm -hmm. I think so. I think somebody's definitely gonna have to come off the bench. I'm not sure if you could start all those guys together. Like, there's there's gonna have to be at least somebody coming off the bench because yeah, because I think Mitch. The stretch four is gonna probably be if 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 you bring it back Morris, you get Uber and Conley. I'm guessing Morris would be the stretch four. Right. Oh, maybe maybe it can work out. Then yeah. Ube, yeah, yeah. Then Ube the three, then RJ the two, then mm -hmm. Conley the one. Yeah, yeah. It, could, it can work out. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the best shooting. Mookie's. I mean, Mook might be the best three point shooter there. Yeah. But it's it's NBA average shooting. It's NBA average shooting. Yeah. For sure. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I can roll with that. I can roll with that. Yeah. I mean, automatically, I think that's at least plus five wins. Yeah. At least. At least plus five. And you hope the other players develop, maybe. Yeah. And they also feel like, hey, I'm, listen, Mike Conley is not, he has not been healthy. <laughs> <laughs> he has not been healthy. He, is, he might be injured for most of that season. I don't yeah. know. We're part of it. So you you probably still get your healthy dosage of Frank or whoever coming off the bench, even still. Yeah. If you just look at his history. Moving on, though, to the non-no-brainer trades. This 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 brainer, we've, we've talked about this multiple times, right? And with the recent news that's come out with the OKC Thunder, you just know it's happening now. Because before you thought, ooh, would, would the Thunder move Chris Paul? You thought it might, they might, depending on how they play. But listen, it came out that their coach, the Thunder coach, is indeed leaving. Billy, Don Billy uh, Donovan is leaving the OKC Thunder. And, you know, when the coach is leaving, that kind of a signal. It's like a little flare. You're blowing it up. The OKC has a bunch of young guys. Chris Paul, a bunch of picks. Now now that we know that Chris Paul is leaving, where is he going? The Knicks are one of the few teams, I think, that has a cap space to absorb a Chris Paul contract, which would be who? Uh, the Thunder. But there's other teams in the mix in his news reports that uh, have their eye on Chris Paul as well. You know those teams are, right, Ryan? Yes. Those teams are the Phoenix Suns, the Pelicans, the Jazz, the Bucks, the Sixers, and the Mavericks, along with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Because when I think about it, who's a real threat to get Paul, right? Well, first of all, some Knicks fans are on the side of Paul. Some, some Knicks fans aren't. Me, personally... I do not want to give up any picks for Chris Paul. Yeah. Rumor has it that the Knicks have an offer on the table already. How accurate is that rumor? I don't know. Scoop, scoop, scoop B put it out there that there's an offer on the table already. I've also heard rumors that there's a significant offer on the table from the Knicks. I'm not sure how true or false it is. It's just what I'm hearing. But, um... Ryan, let us know, like, what do you think other teams can offer? Because I know the Knicks can offer a pick, and they have 
probably they have more cap flexibility than every team listed in this room. Yes. Now, if we do a trade with the Phoenix Suns, that's going to help their cap flexibility a bunch. But how do you see – who do you see as a competition for Chris Paul, Ryan? Well, when I look at the picks and, and like, possible pieces – I think I think New Orleans have a I think New Orleans definitely has a shot because besides the fact that because New Orleans it's not like it's not like New Orleans has like a, an abundance of picks because they had they owned their 2020 pick right 2021 they own it but but it goes to the Lakers if it ends up with if it ends up one through seven mm-hmm. they owned the 2022. 2023 is going to be on a swap with Lakers, so it's not like the Pelicans have a bunch of stacked, you know, draft picks available. But um, it's, when you look at the roster, I think the Pelicans do have viable young pieces they could possibly give up, right? To get Chris Paul, like for example, you have Lonzo Ball, right? Which, so it's like okay, they, if they lose, if they lose Chris Paul as a point guard, they're gaining a point guard in Lonzo Ball, and Lonzo Ball's earning like 11 mil this upcoming season, and then I think he has a qualifying offer for the following season right yeah then on top of that you, I'm, I'm not sure if the pelicans are going to want to part with you know some of the other young guys but they have josh hart mm-hmm. 3.4 mil Nikhil alexander walker which is like a which i think is a player that they just recently drafted earning 3.1 mil and, and jackson a is the big man 5.1 mil so the so the pelicans actually have young pieces that you know, the, the Thunder may actually want. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, in return for Chris Paul. And then if you look at other teams like the 76ers, I have no idea how they're going to pull that off because they're over the cap as it is. They're right. tied, in, they're tied into contract with Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. Right. You know, it, for, for that to even work, one of those guys has to be gone for that to even work. And... I don't, I don't know what the Sixers are planning to do with Ben Sims and Joel Embiid. I think Elton Brand said that he's planning to keep both of them. Hmm. And, it's, and, and, they're just, and they're just trying to bring in a new coach to make, to make, make it work. Make it work. Okay. Yeah, with, yeah, with both of them. So, at the moment, I can't see them giving up Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons. It's a possibility. But, I think, but like I said, the Sixers, are, they're too tied up in their contracts. So, I'm not sure how they would make that really work. Yeah, I would say the same for the Bucks as well. Like, yeah. I know the Bucks are scared they're gonna lose Giannis, mm-hmm. so they're gonna try to bring up a, a guard in there like Chris Paul's caliber to take some heat off of them and get hit some clutch shots. But even to even for the Bucks, that doesn't seem like a long term solution. You know? Yeah, yeah. Chris Paul, Chris Paul is pretty much stopgap, and they're going to have to give up somebody viable, like probably. I don't. I don't like. They're gonna have to probably give up Bledsoe. Where's well, who? Why would they want Bledsoe? Yeah, like that wouldn't Nobody. make sense to me. So to me, I guess Ryan, I would say. You looking at these teams, Jazz to like. The Pelicans to me seems like the, the the biggest competition, right? Would you say it's the Pelicans between the Pelicans and maybe the Suns? Because the Suns have Ubre. Yeah. Who they're trying to get rid of anyway? Um, they might be willing to give. They might be willing to give up a pick, and maybe Rubio, who's who's um, 
cheaper, but you know he's an upgrade over Rubio. Yeah, but Ruby Ruby Rubio's also an older guard too. So, right, he's a cheaper guard though. Yeah, he's yeah, he's definitely cheaper. He's a cheaper and, guard. And then, I think the Suns also have viable viable young pieces where. You know, if they're that desperate to bring in Chris Paul to play with Devin Booker, they do have some young pieces that they could possibly give in to give up in the trade as well. So, yeah, if I have to really look at all the rosters, like I would agree, like the Pelicans and the Suns would probably be the Knicks' biggest competition to get Chris Paul. Yeah, and I really like. I want to know what these, these Leon's head at is at right now, man. Because if that happens, like I hope we're not. In the sweepstakes of giving up picks at this stage of the game, um, it might make a slightly more sense for for the Phoenix and Pelicans. But even them, I'm not even sure if I... For the Pelicans. You know what? Maybe for the Pelicans because for the Pelicans, they're trying to sign Brandon Ingram maybe. Yeah. I can see the Pelicans pulling the trigger on that though because... Yeah, Brandon Ingram, who they're going to probably sign to a max deal. Right. Maybe they, they trade for Paul, sign him after the fact, if they really want to go after the cap to sign him. Yeah, but that's exactly. Just, and then you and get it, rid of the salaries of... Like Lonzo and right. and a couple other maybe young pieces and have them go to, have them go to Thunder. Mm-hmm. Then you have to think about it. Too, they get, so Brandon Ingram's going to probably be signed to a max. They have Zion. Right. So right, so right there... That's two key pieces, right? Two key young pieces. Right. They, they're still going to have a shooter in J.J. Redick. Right. So. And it's also looking at Drew Holly too. Do they move Drew Holly as well? Because I know he's yeah. also a big contract as well. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like the Pelicans do have a few pieces in place where if they bring up somebody like Chris Paul, they could possibly make a push for the playoffs. Right. And just that story, too. Just the storyline itself of Chris Paul returning home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to New Orleans, even though it's like a, you know. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's not the Hornets, but. Right. It's, it's the same thing, though. He played in New Orleans. Exactly, for a while. exactly. Yeah. That storyline is just too juicy, too. I can see that making sense. Hopefully, the Nick. Nick I would love Chris Paul and his team, but not for no picks. I personally will pass on that. Let me know what you guys think below. Uh, does does the, the performance of Paul change your mind in any way of him bringing bringing him here to the Knicks do you would you forfeit a pick for Chris Paul let us know in the comments I'm not with it how about you Ryan <laughs> me personally for me to take on Chris Paul's contract I would want to pick from the Thunder but I don't think the Thunder is interested in dealing picks like that to get rid of big contracts I think they're looking for probably for something in return and they might have a case Due to Chris Paul's play this past season, mm-hmm. so the only way I, the only way I pull the trigger on that is if the Thunder give me a pick to take on Chris Paul's huge contract. But I don't see it that way. So for me yeah. to give up a pick to give up to for, yeah for me to give up a pick to go get Chris Paul, I probably wouldn't do it. Not not at this point. It's Even been re- the, it's been reported that the Thunder want a pick for Chris Paul. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It's not happening. It's not yeah. happening. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Kevin Knox ain't gonna do it for you. It's exactly. not happening. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to give up a good amount of picks to probably bring in Chris Paul. And uh, Chris Paul's a good player, man. But damn, 
Yeah, man. Solves a lot of problems. Solves yeah. a lot of problems. But it's just but not for, it, bro. For AJ, maybe if this, was, if this was Chris Paul like three, four years ago, then I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. I'll oh, bring hell him yeah. In. Yeah, but and Agent Chris Paul, I don't I don't know, man. I'll pass. Yeah. I flip-flopped on Chris Paul for a few times this season. I went from pass to <laughs> I'm down, and now I'm back to pass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Too rich for my blood. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> now it's time for one of the favorite parts of the show. Bruh. It's the bruh picks. There's no ooh picks this week. Usually the ooh picks are, if you're new to us, the best plays of the week. But there's no Knicks basketball. Ooh picks are only reserved for Knicks basketball. And there's no ooh picks this week. But we do have bruh picks, which are usually the worst plays of the week. Or stupid things that happen in life. We call life bruhs. Like, what are you doing, dog? Why the hell <laughs> did you? That's what we call the life bruhs. And I actually have a bruh today and you guys help me figure this out because i'm not exactly sure who to give this bruh to but it's just an interesting story so we gonna talk about it (laughs) (laughs) shout out to to the popo again (laughs) (laughs) all right first bruh goes to either the nba bruh uh Daniel House. Bruh. Or the young lady who crept into his hotel room Tuesday early in the morning. (laughs) Tuesday early, late night, left early morning. Yes. (laughs) Now, if you have not heard, uh, Daniel House has been asked to leave the bubble because he violated uh, certain terms and agreements for the Disney bubble. You know, everybody's trying to be safe. No one wants the coronavirus. Because this shit is real, right? <laughs> but a COVID staffer visited his hotel late at night. Now, there's no video evidence of her going into his room. All they have is her little time card recording of when she leaves the hotel and when she's entering the hotel uh oh yes here is why I'm having a problem figuring out who to get the bro to if you're kicking out Daniel House for safety reasons because he violated the code but the person who invented who invited into his hotel is indeed safe because they are a COVID tester doesn't that conflict? Doesn't that mean yeah. that even though he broke the rule, technically it's the safest way to break the rule? Like, it's a safe bet she doesn't have COVID, right? Because she's a COVID tester. She probably yeah. tested herself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My whole thing is, because I don't know how the rules apply to the COVID staffer. So I don't know if she arrives there every morning, test pe- you know, test the players and then goes home or if she actually stays. But my thing is that if she actually stays in the bubble, then I don't, I don't know what the issue is because it's like, 
They're both in the bubble together. They Facts. both get tested regularly. Facts. So, what's the issue? <laughs> and once you break it down that way, I'm giving the broad pick to the NBA. Because <laughs> <laughs> to me now, it seems like the NBA just hating. You didn't have to kick Word. him out the bubble. For, for all I know, you the reason why the Rockets lost. It's your fault. All right? Ex- you took out exactly. a key rotational piece. He's, he's giving you 30 minutes a game, hitting 36% from three, and now LeBron's going off with him because he kicked Daniel House out the boat. What? Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Bruh pick to the NBA for kicking that poor man mm-hmm. out of the bubble just for trying to get some luck because you're in a bubble with a bunch of dudes. Exactly. For a month and a half or however long they've been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No family, no friends, no. Just, just exactly. Love. Like my my guy probably don't even have a legit girlfriend. My my man's probably going from city to city, getting getting some wherever you know he can get some, and then all of a sudden now he's yeah. in a bubble. He can't do what he used to do. Trying to get his rocket off, but whatever. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> bro, yo, bro, Victor, bro, Victor, the NBA man. Bro, let, let my man live. Exactly, Let my yo. man live. Oh man, that's all. That's all I got to say about that. Word. Shout out! Shout out to that young woman, who's just trying to live her life too. All right. Yeah, and she and she still got her job, and she can still come to the bubble while Daniel House got to leave. Exactly. I mean, while well, now, well, now all the Houston Rockets, all, all the Houston just left. So yeah, now nah, yeah, all the yeah, true that. So everybody's home now. So. Everybody home. Word. So well, well, Daniel, damn Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you can do what you want now that you're home. Exactly. All right. Take over, Ryan. Bruh man for the fifth flow. I know uh, you got some bruh picks up your sleeve. Yes. Let bruh us know. from the fifth flow. Okay. First bruh pick goes to Marcus Smart. Now, mm. Marcus Smart's been playing great in the playoffs. Oh, my yeah. Man's, yeah. My man's been balling. He's been hitting clutch shots. He's been playing great defense. Gordon who? Exactly. Like, we don't even know who Gordon Hayward is anymore. Me but, neither. I Google him. Hold on. Word. <laughs> but my guy had a bruh moment, though. Game seven, Celtics, mm. Raptors. My guy got the ball, drove into the lane. I think he saw Serge Ibaka in the, in, you know, in the cut. So he was like, oh, I got I to shoot this up high because Serge Ibaka, he's a shot block. He's going he's gonna to get my shot. So my guy Marcus, my my guy Marcus, my 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 guy Marcus Smart shot a floater, mm. and it floated all the way over the backboard. Float, float on. <laughs> <laughs> and it resulted in being a turnover. And what I love most about this play was that the announcers on the air specifically said, "I think that's a Shaq in the full moment." Oh, yeah, they were wrong. It's a bruh pick. Bruh. <laughs> it's a bruh pick moment. <laughs> Uh, uh, not so smart. All right. Yeah, now you're not so smart at that play. Yeah. <laughs> Second bro pick. I don't know if this goes to Westbrook, or if I don't know if this goes to Rondo's brother, but they mm. were both involved in incidents. So as the Rockets were getting smacked yesterday by the Lakers and got sent home, Russ. I think I forgot who was at the line, but Russ was you know got he got into an altercation while on the court, and he was talking to somebody. On the Lakers side, you know, on the Lakers family side, just to find out, 
it's Ronald's brother talking trash to him. Man, <laughs> listen. Bruh. Russ gonna find somebody you talking trash to. Word. And talk back. That's exactly. happening. So Even Russ, with three people in the stands, he's doing it. All right. <laughs> word. So Russ is there talking trash and everything, and then all of a sudden, Ronald's brother had to leave the court because supposedly... I think they said Russ got him thrown off. The, <laughs> Russ got him thrown out the uh, <laughs> out the game. Oh, flex on Russ. <laughs> Russ. You ain't gonna beat me and disrespect me. You ain't exactly, do that. Exactly, yo. <laughs> I have so to I'm, imagine though Rondo's brother would have a slick mouth. I, I mean, look at Rondo. I'm, <laughs> I'm just so saying, it must run in the family. So have to be hereditary. <laughs> exactly. So. I don't know if that bro goes to Russ. I don't know if that bro goes to uh, Rondo's brother. I don't know if that's a bro on both of their sides, but that's a bro. That's just a bro situation. Okay, all, way all right. Oh, oh, like oh, all right, double, double bro, like double technical. Exactly, yeah, like double bro. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> all right. And yeah. That's that's it. Those are the bro picks, man. That yeah. was our show. Light light work. Nick's yeah. news, Nick's rumors, you know, bring you up to speed of what's going on. Um, thank you for watching. Listen, man, uh, definitely check out um, the blogs at the Nick Time Show dot com. Uh, shout out to Dash Radio for housing us. Um, also follow us on Twitter at the KOT Show on Instagram at the Nick of Time Show, and you can also find me on Instagram at JLS Draw Stinks. That's J-E-L-L-I-S Draw Stinks. And where can they find you, Ryan? You'll find me on IG at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That is S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. That's right, that's right. Also find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google yes. Play, and all that noise. Like, subscribe, comment. All that. Yes. We, that's right. We out of here. Peace.
Yeah. Yo. Two, 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 one, two. Tickle, 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 tickle. Yo, blues and greens and violets. Eyes get heavy with the weight of the world around the iris. It's like something insane. It's like a virus. It's like a hybrid of all your joys and your pains that you bring to the table periodically and memorize them like a scientist. For you to make it, dog, you're gonna need alliances. A blessing and a prayer from the whole archdiocese. Ticker, let's put it to rest, cause I'm so in need of one. I only hear about it, never really seen it done. Everybody asking when I'm coming out. So when I run around, I take the scenic one to get away from all that ails me. I return to the place that never fails me. The hues spread the news, giving color to your frailties. The blues and the greens and all that's in between. And this is how I mean. One time. Uh. and greens and violets eyes get heavy with the weight of the world around the iris so much that i be appalled to see them close your eyes envision the cause for freedom but when they open it's a struggle to call bd because the streets is littered with niggas for mausoleums giving up is the last option so when i spit my last doctrine i make the audience clap for my offensive lines like they pass blocking i really want to chill but i ain't in that yet don't want to live in excess think i need her tonight like in excess but my mind is talking to me like nigga don't you send that text no take time to introspect so you can keep going to get those checks and give praises because never before have you been so blessed when the troubles of the world start to ail me i return to the place that never fails me the hues spread the news giving color to your frailties the blues and the greens and all that's in between like that ride it out hey The blues and the greens and all that's in between. This is how I mean. One time. Hey. What you do, what you do, do, what you do. Get it, feel it before I 
have it before you know it, I'm in it. This moment was already predestined. Get what I asked for as long as I put my best in. So why you laying your head at the best western? I'm up with the sun, putting my request in. That's why I'm so grateful. I got more than a plate for. I'm so grateful. Closing my eyes and I sit in the silence. What you wait for? You got many things to be thankful for. That's why I'm so grateful. Closing my eyes and I sit in the silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meditate, rejuvenate. Yeah. Meditate, rejuvenate. 